I don't Craig think it's is a good recording. Yeah, for Craig to be thinking, I'm just saying. Craig is recording. Is Craig? We're recording? live. Yes. But look how that turned out for Bard. <laughs> All righty. Well, good evening, everybody. It is October 23rd. This is the 207th episode of the Loose Screws podcast. I am Commander Nurgle. Joining me tonight are Commander Lark Shadow and Commander Blooming Wynn. Um, JN Trax is two timing us with that other podcast of his, and Commander Chig is in, in a stadium watching his beloved Vikings getting whipped on Monday Night Football. So it's just the three of us here doing space chats with buddies tonight. Okay. Yay! Yay! <laughs> And the so, Vikings did get a touchdown for whatever that's worth. So I hope that's the only one they get. And it just dashes Chig's hopes. Who are they playing? Uh, the Niners. The 49ers. Oh, they're dead. Yeah, they're dead. The, the, the line is minus 10 and a half San Francisco the last time I checked. They're, they're toast. Yeah, what's the temperature, so, though? Is, it's, is the Vikings indoors? Yeah, it's indoors. Ah, so it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Remember, they have, that, uh, they have that other indoor stadium that, after the snow apocalypse of 2016 or 17, um, had a couple panels fail and get filled with water, and then the whole thing collapsed in on itself while one poor groundskeeper just ran the f away. There's a video on YouTube. How how very Vikings. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, Commander Bloomingland, what's going on with you this week? Oh, well, it's been a very busy week. We uh, went to your alma mater this weekend. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, my uh, my nephew attends Auburn, and my son wants to go to Auburn. So uh, we had a family reunion at the football game. To, you know, all, my, all my nephews were there, and uh, we ended up tailgating at the Teak House, of all places, for four or five hours. And then, hey. wa- and then we watched Old Miss whip Auburn. So my yeah. wife and I were the only happy people in the entire stadium, basically. <laughs> Probably. <That's> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we well, had a good old time. And the, yeah. uh, there was a guy in the upper deck behind us that was trying to pick a fight with someone in the um, Old Miss section. And he looked like he was going to jump to try to get into a fight with us. And I'm like, oh, okay, God. This, is, this is like peak Alabama. This is awesome. Yeah. So I think you, I think he's one of the guys that you know steals stuff from your parks. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say alcohol was involved. Alcohol was involved <laughs> with the entire campus. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Alcohol exactly. at a college that never happens. But you, never. so I, I saw the pictures, so I know you got to experience Tiger Walk. Yes, which, which I, I admit, I'm, I'm kind of biased since I am an alumni, but I've always thought that was a really fantastic tradition. I really like it. It's, it's fun. Yeah, no, I, I love that. I mean, I think it's it's absolutely great. Um, uh, Old Miss does it too through the Grove. It's called the Walk of yeah. Champions. It's basically yeah. the same concept. Yeah. But the thing I'm impressed by with Auburn is sort of that their sense of scale. It, everything's just bigger. It's a bigger school. You know, it's just it's a lot more, just a lot more people. Um, but it had a lot of energy, and we had a great time. So I hope Little Blooming Wind ends up there. I mean, I think he'd enjoy it tremendously, and you know, get a really great education. And, yeah. and having, because, you know, I graduated literally in the last century <laughs> from Alford. And, you know, when I went, it's still, they still call it the loveliest village on the plains. When I went, it was a village on the yeah. outskirts of a campus. And now it's 
gigantic. There's, you know, six, seven story buildings in downtown Auburn, which may not sound like much, but when I went there, the tallest building was two stories off of campus. And it's just, it's grown so much. I barely recognize it now. I was up there for a reunion in July. So, and it's dorms, really different. Dorm, yeah. The dorms seem beautiful, but like my nephew's uh, fraternity house is an apocalyptic wasteland. <laughs> I mean, like my daughter's sorority house that she lives in is like, it could be in style blueprint. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's nicer than my house and, you know, my, my nephew's fraternity house and I'm like, am I going to catch something going to the bathroom? I mean, yes, yes, you are. Yes, um, I am. Yes, you and are. And that thing you will catch is syphilis. Yes. <laughs> I like that. But uh, if you're lucky. <laughs> the, and the other, the other thing that changed and I mean, maybe it, maybe it was just where I went to college, but the drinking games are different because like when I was in college, you won by not drinking, like the losers drank. And the current games that they're playing, the winners are drinking. Yeah, they're and not so, doing it right. <laughs> I know, they're not doing it right. That's because like, the youngest of the millennials and all of the Zoomers just have everything backwards as far as alcohol consumption goes. And yeah. that's going to be a slap in the face later in life, but that's why we're older. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah, and then the other thing uh, that's new in our household is our windows. So Ooh. we placed all of our windows today, and oh. somehow they did them all in one day. I so and want dang, to do that. Nice. I mean, it was like 15 people swarmed on our house, and it was just, they came in, and, and they were done, um, 8 to 2, and, uh, you know, while I was at work, it's, but... That's, that's so an okay boomer moment, but I want all my windows replaced, too. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, yeah, boomer, we, nothing. House needs windows. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, ours needed it. It was like drafts and drafts and drafts and seals popping. And yeah, it was, yeah, would rot. I, it was I, want, I want new windows. I want a bathroom redone. I want a kitchen redone. I want solar panels. Yeah. So the list just goes on and on. Yeah. So, all right. So that's our week. Cool. How about you, Lark Shadow? What's up? I have a good segue of windows in the place that me and my wife are renting. I actually found a date on one of the windows because they are the original ones for the house and they have the date of 1977. Nice. No, no, it is not nice. <laughs> it is not nice at all. <laughs> it's a, that's that that's, Star Wars came out. That's very nearly a double antique. <laughs> yeah, it's vintage now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and let me guess, it's builder grade too, isn't it? Oh, probably. I have yeah, no idea. All I know is they're like, they're, my monitor is thicker than these things, and I have new monitors. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'll say about it. <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't say much. My, my house was built in 84, and most of the windows are original, too. So, Oh, goodness. Outside of that, my week was actually mostly Warframe. Because I was trying to do some certain things in there, and I actually did get them accomplished, so I'm actually proud of myself. And cool. then I played some Satisfactory for the first time in forever, and finally I'm biting the bullet. And have you, either of you played Satisfactory at all? No, what is it? No. It's literally just a Zen factory building game. You, you make things to unlock tiers to make more things to unlock more tiers, so you can make and better things. And it's kind of a, and it's kind of a build it to be most efficient type of puzzle game, isn't it? Uh, that's the idea. I was 
doing that initially, but as everything got bigger and bigger, as I got more advanced things that I could make, the first level and second level of my factory just became conveyor belt spaghetti at some point. And so I'm biting the bullet and have torn the whole thing apart, stopped everything in my factory, and I'm rebuilding the first and second levels so it's more organized. And this week I'm playing Elite. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. We could use you. Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been busy. It's been yeah. busy. All right, so I guess we're on down to me. Yeah, we're down to you. What's up, oh, oh, it's uh. So I heard some things and some stuff happened at some places. Well, for, first off, uh, I did actually get on this weekend and play some Elite and got to do some AX stuff post-update 17, which we'll kind of talk about later in the show. So today I go into work. And I, when, I, when I get to work, I park like... 10 feet from where my offices are, I go in through a little pedestrian gate and right into the side of our offices. So I go in this morning, turn the lights on, start getting ready for the day. 5.30. 5.45, my first guy comes in, comes to the office to get the keys to his truck. They're not in the key box. And so I'm joking with him about, look, man, you know, you're not supposed to leave your keys in the car. And, you know, well, I didn't think I left them in the truck, yada, yada. So he goes out the door to go see if the keys are in his truck. He's not gone 30 seconds as he goes out the side door, turns around, walks right back in and says, my truck's not there. Which got the, you know, the, the double take oh, from me. The record scratch. Yeah, the record scratch. What? Um, you know, go, go out into the yard. It's 530. I mean, it's almost six o'clock. It's pitch black. Sure enough, his truck is gone. And we start looking around. Other truck doors are open. So it's like, shit. Yeah, the, the, the yard's been burglarized. So. I start getting people together, get the other supervisor in the mowing shop. And anyway, you call the police, come to find out when we, at the end of the accounting, somebody had stolen two trucks, one from my side of the yard, one from hers. They tried to steal a big um, enclosed trailer, but it was too heavy for them to get it off the back of the truck it was on, which was locked and they couldn't get into, uh, and get it onto one of the other trucks, which some idiot had left the keys in. Um, so they couldn't do that, but they ended up screwing up the, the tongue and the hitch trying to do it. They hooked up to a 10 foot trailer that was just sitting in the yard, loaded a $20,000 John Deere zero turn mower onto that, that they took off of another trailer. As somebody that makes the things that go on John Deere tractors, like OEM, like we do their backup alarms and beacons and stuff. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. So, um. Uh, so anyway, they ended up stealing two trucks, a 10-foot trailer, the John Deere Zero Turn, and a whole bunch of miscellaneous loose tools and stuff that they got out of trucks everywhere. I mean, they, they raided my work truck. They took a pair of gloves, an old hat, a wad of keys, a pair of channel locks, and a vice grip. I mean, because that's all that's in my truck. Um, are there cameras around your yard? Well, see, this is the interesting thing. Not only are there cameras all over the yard, there's a city-owned... Um, rental building that they use for Mardi Gras for balls and stuff that's on the other side of the street from us, which has like 75,000 cameras on it. Oh, my. And on the other side of us is the building that until six months ago was the police precinct. And it has like a bajillion cameras. 
Well, yeah, that tracks. So, and their city vehicles, they all have GPS trackers and cameras in them. So, so I know most thieves aren't the smartest, but what do you think they were thinking? Well, they, they weren't, but... <laughs> so, yeah, we, the, the police are there. The Princeton captain is down there. It's a big deal. And so, yeah, we're talking to them and like, yeah, well, they've all got GPS trackers and cameras in them. Well, can you look up where the trucks are? It's like, well, yeah, those cameras were just installed three weeks ago. We don't have the software to look it up yet. We're going to have to go get Motorpool to look it up because they have the software. And so we had to wait till 7.30 when the Motorpool people got there, called them GPS tracking. And then within you know, five minutes of making that phone call, half of the precinct is rushing off to where this GPS coordinates are. <laughs> and, and they called us. You know, about 15 minutes later, said, we need you to come up here and verify, you know, that all your stuff is here. So uh, me and Crystal, who's the other supervisor, load the truck. We go driving up there and, you know, they got like a dozen police cars surrounding one of our trucks that's on the road. Two guys who look like they're having a really bad day uh, sitting on the back of this truck. And, you know, sure enough, they so they've this is the truck they stole from me, the trailer, the zero turn. They filled the bed with a lot of the stuff they got out of our yard and the other junk that they've picked up from God knows where. Um, and they were actually in the act of selling the zero turn in the trailer for crap. They had, they had dropped the trailer and another guy was hooking up to it. Police got there. He drove off. They ended up catching him later. Uh, and no, I have no idea how much crack a, a zero turn goes for at this point. I kind of forgot to ask. <laughs> Probably not enough. I'm, I'm just going to float that I'm, out there. I'm, I'm guessing not a lot. And so you know, we're standing there talking and I'm talking to the police captain while we're moving vehicles around so we can get the truck in and hook up to this trailer. And I said, I'm really disappointed in the quality of criminals we have today. And he looked at me funny and I said, think about it. These guys could have gone anywhere out into the sticks and stolen something out of somebody's yard and had a reasonable chance of disappearing into the night without enough information for anybody to ever catch them. But no, they went on to a marked, lit, camera-covered city lot, stole two trucks with city emblems all over the side and municipal tags that have GPS tracking and cameras. You know, they well, have well, to know, well, I mean, when, you steal this, yeah, when you steal this from the city, we're going to get that shit back. I mean, think about it. The reason they stole from there is because you had lights on. They could see what they were doing. Could, yeah, you could see what they were doing. But, I mean, they were courteous when they left. They locked the gate behind them. <laughs> but the question still remains how they got in. Because, again, the gates were all locked, locked when we left. And the gates were all locked when we got back. So, and there's barbed wire all over the top of the fence. So, feels like an inside job to me. Say, they could have stuck in and hid. They could. That's true. They could have snuck in and hid. But then, how did they get out? Uh, they, that they drove out. They got the they, the keys were in the car. Yeah. None, Isn't there a key of, to the lock? No. Uh, none of the, none of the, we. And I checked. That was a question of mine. But none of the keys. There, there were two sets of keys that were left in trucks. Neither one of those had the gate key on it. Because most guys, and I and I and I didn't think about it at the time. But I do this with my own set of keys. I keep the gate key separate from my vehicle keys. So if I drive up. I can leave the vehicle running while I get out and unlock the gate. It's a separate set of keys. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, yeah, it made sense completely after I thought about it. But um, so there's a whole bunch in the air about, you know, what's going on there. 
police are all over it though. So it was a uh, but that. Man. But so then, then they tell us take the truck to the police evidence yard and just unload the stuff that's not yours for the evidence clerk. Okay, so we drive the truck over there, get the evidence clerk who looks at us and goes, "I'm not taking any of that shit without a detective tagging it into." Evidence, you can't leave that here. Shocking. Like, uh, yeah, which, again, if I had thought about it, it was I probably would have known that was going to happen. So, all right, we take it back to our yard, and we're taking our stuff out of it. So we're going through the damn truck. Getting, I mean, it's got all sorts of crap in the back of it. Uh, they apparently also stole, like, 50 hair dryers from various hotels and had them all stuffed into duffel bags in the back <laughs> of this. <laughs> so am I, am I missing some hidden market for really bad... Uh, hotel hair dryers. This I just mean, keeps getting better and better. <laughs> well, I mean, clear, clearly they were on crack before they decided to steal the vehicle. <laughs> so we're, but we're going with all of the marketplaces like Facebook Marketplace and Etsy and all that, that a lot of stolen stuff is getting fenced to unknowing, is, unknowing people. Like, but is so, there really a market for cheap hotel hair dryers? 300 billion people if the price is right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, you got a point. So we're, we're going through the truck, and in the middle of going through the truck, one of my guys opens up a bag in the back of the truck and yells, gun. Like, yeah. All right, everybody get away from the truck. Somebody uh, call the lieutenant. There was a it's, gun. There was a gun. Yeah, there was a nine millimeter in the back. So uh, we, had, we had to back away from the vehicle till the police got there, took pictures of everything, and took the gun into custody. But that, that I bet you anything that gun was stolen, too. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Um, especially considering it was just shoved in a bag, um, and there was no clip in it, but yeah. Um, like, was everyone afraid of the gun? So like they were saying, oh my God, back off or like, what's no, the, no, it's what's the it, yelling it's, for it's evidence. Ah, um, okay. Yeah. Cause it, when I was, cause when I was a resident, um, at the, uh, Philadelphia yeah. VA hospital, yeah. there was like this code called in the parking lot in the one night. And, you know, we race to the parking lot and like everyone who is a VA employee stops at the uh, threshold at the of the parking lot yeah. because they're like, we can't cross. But since we're we were University of Pennsylvania residents, you know, working at the VA, we could. So, you know, we race. This guy's unconscious. You know, we start doing CPR. We, the ambulance comes. We load him up in the ambulance, get him over to Penn. You know, because they're like, well, we're not going to take this guy because we don't know him or whatever. And yeah. then we kind of look in the car and there's like a brown paper bag on the floor and there's a whole <laughs> lot of cash. Yeah, there's a handgun and there's an albuterol inhaler. And so basically the way we put it together was that the guy was like getting away from wherever he robbed and he went into a respiratory arrest. And so he decided to come to the hospital and he crashed his car into one of the pylons in the uh, um or one of the columns in the parking lot, and then here we were, you know, resuscitating, and this guy had a respiratory oh, arrest. No. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, don't don't even get me started. I, I spent twenty five years working in a level one trauma center, so I, I have... having a respiratory arrest after you rob someone is God's way of saying knock that crap off. Yeah. 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 No, for sure. <laughs> you, you, done, you done messed up, son. Yeah. So I I literally I I didn't even eat lunch today. I I was mainlining coffee. Most of the day, because oh, no. uh, we, we got finished doing everything at like one o'clock this afternoon. And uh, it was just it was a day. <laughs> it was a day I don't want to have again, even though we ended up getting everything back. 
I mean, I think the only thing we're still missing is, you know, a couple of hats and a pair of channel locks. So we, we got everything back. But uh, it was a long day. It was a long day. Oh, my gosh, yeah, dude. That's, that's rough. Yeah. yeah, it was it was bad. But Yeah, I think uh, Miracle wins worst Monday competition oh, yeah. this week. I, you know, and I was, I was telling one of the officers cause they, they started joking about, um, you know, what is it when you parks people after the guy tried to steal the, the bleachers last year, it's like, Hey, <laughs> those, those were my bleachers. That's too soon, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, but okay. apparently we're magnets for this crap. I don't know why, but Hey, it is what it is. All right. So let's, uh, how about we have a squad update? All right. And since none of us bothered to install a soundboard we're going to do this sounds the sound effects unless Trax is listening and wants to just squeeze it in right here either way I'm going to go I knew we could count on you Lark Shadow alrighty so we have another war in Begalis yes another war in Begalis we're just slowly working our way back to second place because our friends, the Exiles, also known as Utla Garnier, have basically what they did was they moved the controlling faction out of the system and then entered the system and worked their way up to the top. And so they were putting us back in second where they found us originally before all of their social engineering because they did not want to retreat us out of the system as a courtesy. So it's taken them like two months to do this. We've had systems um, like that. That's a feel. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they're good people. Uh, we have an election in Graham. The voter turnout has been abysmal. Today's day <laughs> six and it's zero zero, but in his true Chicago way, um, worked did ten missions. Yeah. So I we got ten that. votes in. <laughs> Proud yeah. of that guy. <laughs> Thanks, um, Mark. Right there at the end, closing it out strong. <laughs> yeah. It's a little jump in the votes. All righty. So uh, we found these in the back of an anaconda. All right. Yeah. So we're trying to push HIP 4907 into expansion. Um, the presumed target is LP29-188. I've been working this system really hard to get a faction into retreat. They should be retreating any day now. Um, yeah. I haven't been able to look and see because I've been doing other things when I've been playing. Um, but I'll probably check out that system tonight yeah, to see it, if it's on. They're, well, Inara shows them as still there, but it's not updated yet. So yeah, and then Wait, what, what was the system name? LP two nine dash one eight eight. So it's one of these ones up by Duroc and um, Hip four nine zero seven in the upper portion of Screw Space, um, and we're just trying to uh, get it um, start continue our expansion program. Up in that area, so that's the system. Okay, that, uh, per a uh, note I saw from you earlier, I may be running missions for the wrong system. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. It's true Lark Shadow fashion, and then um, <laughs> we don't mind. Uh, K KZA uh, KZ Andromeda is on fire and needs to be put out. Um, Six Andromeda is is has gone into boom, and the silver prices are through the roof. So we need someone oh, yeah. to beat them down too. So 6A is one of those systems that overheats whenever they go into boom because everyone comes and sells their silver there. Right. Uh, BD plus 44, uh, 4389, and Alexandrinus need a little bit of love. They're kind of sagging in influence. And then uh, with their consent, we're starting the process of retreating the Centurion hierarchy 
out of LP 27-9. About a month ago, they accidentally expanded. I, you know, I put a lot of work into getting a faction to retreat out of that system for us. We go into expansion, and then they went in the day before us accidentally and landed it's, there. And so yeah. they were like, sorry. And so uh, Okay, I, w- I was doing missions for the right system. I just had them confused. Yeah, yeah, you're just getting a jump on that uh, system. So we appreciate that. Carrying on. Yep. And then uh, details can be found in our standing orders. Uh, there's something in there for everybody to do. Uh, and they're in the standing orders channel of our Loose Screws Faction uh, Discord. And if you have any questions, some one of us is around to ask. And we love talking about this stuff. So, And if nothing really else, good. I can just make crap up until one of the lieutenants or admirals arrive. <laughs> yeah, but you're really good at that. So. In true oh, Lark fashion. Am, though. In true Lark fashion. All right. So we, we don't have a Bard segment for this week. Bard is slacking. Didn't do one. No, Bard deserves some time off because he took over, and that's a lot of work. Bard's in solitary because he took over, and that's a lot of work. Oh, okay. Yeah, that but, works. I think he's on one of those prison megaships, you know, out by Daxie's Folly. <laughs> yeah. With, with his android. Actually, as bad as he is, they strapped him on the outside of that asteroid station out there. Yeah. <laughs> the android is strapped to the window of whatever cell Bard is in. <laughs> and, Bar- and Bard can see the little mouth lighting up as he's talking, but he can't hear anything. I don't know. I think it would be worse if he could hear him. <laughs> yeah, definitely would be worse. Yeah. So we'll, we'll move right into. So there's no Bard segment. We don't have an exploration report. We'll move right into dev news because rumor well, has we, it. At, how we got at, Galnet news, though. We should well, say something yeah. about the Galnet news. I mean, yeah, you know, today. Is there meaningful Galnet news? Well, ever since they kicked Rackham out, I there's mean, uh, no meaningful Galnet news. They they so. elected the entirely predictable candidate, and newsflash, the, the, the soon-to-be Thargoid zombies that we have extracted with explosive missiles from Titans are being kept in isolation until we find out whether they're dangerous or not. Newsflash from the they future. are the they Halloween probably are. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that, I mean, we're coming up on Halloween. We have freshly rescued future zombies from the Thargoids. Uh, you can't make this up. I mean, the writing is on the wall here. But they're giving us the means to get slaughtered by them. So I mean, I don't care. Yeah. It sounds fun to me either way. I, yeah. I just hope that they have the balls to have uh, on-foot combat inside a station when all of these things, all these Thargoid zombie people break loose. Thar, thar, what are we going to call them? Uh, zombies. If, if it becomes that, I've been going with Husaloids. Husaloids? Man yeah, bear pig. Human and th- hey, there we go. Man bear yeah, pig. Hu- human and Thargoid, and I just put a Z in there because I thought it sounded cool. Man bear pig. You're a man bear pig. Oh, that's true. Oh, I, mean, so, I am I am too, arguably. So r- I want Somgoids. Somgoids? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I could work. Zomgoids. I can see that. So anyway, rumor has it there was an update, update 17 last week, and that there was a whole bunch of stuff that changed. So we have the new spires at the AX sites, uh, which are pretty cool if you haven't had a chance to go out to one. And they are huge. 
I have tried going out to them three times, and I died all three times because of high predictions. Better killed you. Okay, I'll go through it. First type, <laughs> first high prediction. It was four cyclopses. Um, I was in the Diamondback Scout that one because I thought, hey, low heat, and it was pretty fast. And um, I got away from three of them, but the fourth took out my engines, and then Fine, the other three fast. caught up. Not uh, fast enough to get away from a cyclops. Well, that's where man. I'm headed. <laughs> yeah, it, it it could be faster. There's more engineering to do on that ship. I'll admit that. So I went back with my Viper Mark III because that thing is a freaking rocket ship. It boosts to 520. Oh, not and, enough. Yeah, I got high. Well, I mean, in theory, it could have been enough, but I got hyperdicted by a Hydra and his basilisk friend. That did not go well for my poor Viper. It did not end well, no. No. And then the third time, it was just a cloud of freaking hunters. And I was in a ship. I was in just whatever random medium ship. I think it might have been my Crusader. And I know that isn't fast enough to get away. So I just turned to fight because I was pissed off and they killed me. And then I rage quit for a week. Yeah. So I went out Saturday night. Uh, I logged on. Uh, tracks, Scotty and uh, Bort were out at one of the sites, so I went out, picked up my nice. my AX ship. Now, this comes with a disclaimer. So, I am not a big AX person, uh, and it's not that I have anything against AX. I actually find it quite interesting. It's just that I have a very limited amount of time to play, and I made the decision that I was just not going to invest in picking up all the AX stuff. And learning all of the the special stuff you need to learn to actually do AX combat because it's just not worth the time investment for me. Yeah, but that's that's, fair. that's that's a me choice. Yeah. Um, but went out to join them at the Thargoid Spires because the Spires are something that don't require all the specialized Thargoid stuff to fight. Right. So I so I picked up my Thargoid CC ship, which is completely non-meta. It's a cutter. Yes. And the whole, it's just filled with AX multi cannons, a couple of thermal vent lasers, shields, lots of hull reinforcement. And I built the thing at the beginning of the Thargoid War with this expressed intention of cruising around CZs, mopping up all of the, uh, the scouts and that type of stuff, and tagging the occasional interceptors while the people who actually could fight those things fought those things. I would keep everything else off their back. And I went out to the Spire site with the same theory in mind that I was, I mean, I was going to hit some, uh, some, whatchamacallit, some of the bigger Thargoids when they showed up. I was going to keep the scouts off everybody else's back. You know, I knew oh, what I was it, getting it, into. I've seen streams. It's way different out there. So I misjudged my approach to the planet, dropped 120 clicks from the spire. Ouch. You can, you can see it at 120 clicks. You can see it from orbit at some of Yes, you can see it from orbit. They are that big. Um, which is why, you, if you get a chance, you really need to go out and check these things out, because they are cool. Um, and then I got in there, and the bugs started occurring. Um, Prax was there in his AX missiles FDL, and he had two hardpoints. That would fire one or two rockets and then stop working until he logged and logged back in. That is so weird, and I wonder if that was just <laughs> and, a him thing. And he tried 
logging and they came back on and then shut off again. He tried going back to a carrier and swapping the hard points around. Same hard points did it when you changed modules. Uh, and it's apparently a known bug. There's an issue tracker for it that rarely happens, but happens. Um, I had issues with, I would take module damage and those modules would completely cease working forever. <laughs> uh, I had, you know, I, I, while they were fighting, you know, a Thargoid, I, I'm dealing with a swarm of like eight or nine scouts. And trust me, with five AX multi-cannons, and a couple of heat thermal vent lasers, the life expectancy for a scout when my cutter draws a bead on it is about 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, and it's got shield and hull reinforcement. It can take the beating. But when you're fighting, you know, a dozen of them, you're going to end up taking some hull damage. I took some module damage. I had to reboot a couple of model, modules, run an AFMU, go flying back to a carrier to do actual repairs, get to the carrier. Yes, I'm one of those... Luddites who has uh, docking computers and super cruise assist because, hey, I like playing that way. Get into the carrier, hit auto dock. Nothing happens. Jump back to super cruise, jump back in, hit auto dock. Nothing happens. Screw it. Go in, land manually because I can do that. I'm not a complete idiot. Some parts are missing. Do a complete repair on the ship, take off. Hit auto launch. Nothing happens. <laughs> hit auto launch again. <laughs> Nothing happens. Log to the menu. Come back. Hit auto launch. Nothing happens. Okay, fine. I'll take off manually. Take off. Fly out. Can't go to super cruise. Can't go to super cruise. Can't go to super cruise. Uh, okay, that all of that. Th I don't know about what was going on with tracks, but everything that was happening with you. Sounds like desync netcode bullcrap. So after a couple chances of trying to, to go, a couple of tries trying to go to Super Cruise, I noticed I have no pips. What? Zero. No pips in any of the three categories because I had taken uh, power distributor damage that I had just repaired at a carrier, but the pips had not come back. And that was the point at which I said, you know what, I'm done. And I know that there's, it, it irks me because this is far from my first experience, but there are other people out there who this is going to be their first experience with Thargoid combat. And if they're hitting these kind of bugs in systems that have been in the game from the beginning that now have these bizarre bugs just because of update 17, what's that going to do to these people? You know, the people who have decided who are you know, one step behind me, who this is really their first encounter with Thargoid combat. They've slapped a couple of AX cannons on a ship, and they're going to go give it a shot, and suddenly shit stops working. Uh, they're probably not going to continue with that level of content. And I find that very frustrating, because when it works, it's really fun. But that comes with the caveat of when it works. So, I so, 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 how is it like 
how these your modules not working, but then I've seen some videos of some other people screwing around or whatever, not even talking about that. Yeah, well, I mean, it, like I said, it's it's weird. It's it's not everybody. It's it's it doesn't hit everybody. It's random. Um, I have a feeling if if it happened more commonly, you know, this probably wouldn't have made it to live. Mm -hmm. I, I'll give them that. But yeah, my question is, how is it you guys always get the really rare, weird breaking bugs? I'm I'm sure we're not the only ones. It just so happens we're the ones that come on a podcast and talk about it. I mean, fair. Um, little confirmation bias there. Yeah, I mean, do use like <laughs> Steam or something? I mean, could it be something like that? I mean, I know the launcher shouldn't matter, but I mean, yeah, the launcher shouldn't matter. Because I have. I use Steam, and I've never had issues except the occasional black screen. Yeah, I mean, my setup yeah. is very basic. I mean, I have a PC. It has a web browser that I've pretty much only gone to my account's Gmail, and I have a dedicated email for Elite, and then I have Elite. And that's, like, all that's on the computer, and I really don't ever seem to have any problems. <laughs> so you're one of those, you're one of those Mac guys. I'm a Mac guy, so yeah. So I use my Mac for stuff, and then I use my PC for playing Elite. Elite, yeah. Like that's it. I mean, that's really it. So, but, you know, it's it's you know, it's a bug on their end. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it tracks. I haven't seen anything about the module issues, but of course, I haven't looked that hard either. Tracks went out there and found there's a there's an existing um, what call it thing on forums. On FDev's uh, issue tracker for the uh, for the weapons not working, so that's a known bug at this point. So I, I neato. And well, I, good, I, well, good news: a stability and bug fix patch is coming in November. Late and November. But, well, but still I'm, November. I am always up for stability and bug fixes. That that is always good news. Um, I will be because this is just me being. Crazy. I don't think a stability and up and a bug fix patch should have a whole number unto itself. It better not be update 18. It should be like 17.1. Because I think increments in the update number should come with new features, but that's just me. They can number it however they feel like numbering it. But has any of course neither of y'all has has been out to one of the spires yet, have you? I'm uh, not for lack well, of trying. I haven't figured out what kind of ship I want to have equipped for it. I mean, I could, I guess I could slap my uh, AX um, guns on a uh, on my current well anti Xeno ship and get, get rid of all my Guardian equipment off of it. But I mean, for, that's for Lark. For Lark, minimum of probably five hundred will be enough because the I think the fastest Thargoid is five thirty or five forty. But you can probably get away with 500. Yeah, and I've been told by other streamers when I've asked like that with a basilisk specifically, it's fast in a straight line, but doesn't turn well. So boost at right. it and then go back around and then back the way you were going. Yeah, get it spinning. Yeah, yeah. and I I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, so neither did that I. was working yeah. against me. <laughs> yeah, they can't turn. And then uh, if if you're gonna go there solo. Uh, Orthruses are the things you're going to end up hunting, and you're going to want the AX missiles because that's the only thing with enough DPS to kill one before it gets away. If you're going to go there as part of a wing, yeah, AX cannons are fine. You'll you'll have more than enough DPS to handle it. 
Yeah, I'm looking at building a fast because fully loaded with armor and a okay shield, it still does 528, I think it was. And it also has almost 3,000 armor. So, yeah. And then just make sure you have a uh, Thargoid Pulse neutralizer because everything out there sends off a Thargoid Pulse and you'll get shut down a lot. Uh, not there. The only thing you're going to find at the Spire site is going to be scouts, orthoses, and I think the occasional interceptor that shows up. Okay. But, of course, you have to go through Thargoid space to get there, so you can get intercepted by any, you can get interdicted by anything. Yeah, but best jump case scenario, I, with all three tries I did, I still had to do two jumps through Thargoid-controlled systems, no matter what I did. Yeah. And I, you know, it, in one of the trips back into the system Saturday night, I got interdicted—not hyperdicted, but interdicted oh, nice. by a, by a hunter. And like, oh, well, you're you're stuck in here with me now because I've got AX multi cannons. <laughs> um, yeah, I need I need to go pick up the gimbaled AX multi cannons. I want those for my ship. Yeah, I have a whole bunch yeah. of those. Um, the only uh, the only things I don't have are the things you need for the maelstroms. Because yeah. I, ha- I haven't bothered to go do the Grelic thing. And then I know, I know some of you guys have a couple that you'll sell me. But, I mean, I don't have a Grelic thing. And then I have to go into the Maelstrom and get some bits to get the Caustic Sinks and things like that. So Yeah. Yeah, I, I ought to knuckle down and do Caustic Sinks because those are generally useful. Yeah. So, And I'm thinking of actually building, like, kind of an Axe Anaconda for um, some of these, like, as a s- support ship things. Yeah, just yeah. like you did, but with the nice. kids and, uh, you know, maybe be able to do things like the uh, spires with it and all that. Although yeah. I guess it's something smaller to have a landing site. But I was going to say, maybe we no. should both make anacondas because no. we neither of us have a use for one. <laughs> no. I just built one. I just he, built an anaconda. Um, so I got tired of like swapping out one of my shield, um, my shield boosters for a, uh, for point defense on my, uh, Ah. So I just said, you know what? Let me just build a dedicated ship that just does the sal- cargo salvage thing. And then a separate one that does all the assassination missions. And so I have my my murder conda. And then I have, I said, you know, I'm, I have all these free paint jobs for the uh, anaconda. And I haven't had an anaconda. I've played this game since, you know, right when the pandemic started. Yeah. And uh, I don't have an anaconda. So yeah, I've never owned one. Yeah, yeah. I have for a while until I decided I like the T10 more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've never owned an Anaconda, but I have four cutter hulls, so. Yeah. So I just decided, you know what, build one. So I built one. Nice. So, yeah, and so I'm going to build another for the AX. Don't, don't worry about trying to land it out there, because if you're going to go in on foot, you're going to land farther away from the spires, so the things flying around don't attack your ship. And if you're going to try to land on the spires, those landing pads are enormous, and you can okay. land anything on them. So, oh, that's good. At least yeah. they made that easy. So, but they have a little nugget. So, my I was watching one of the videos, and if you do certain things, you know, there's like this altar, <laughs> and this nugget comes out of the altar. And yep. uh, I mean, does anyone know what that's for yet? Or nope, not not that I've heard. Clearly, the sacrifice to the nugget lord. <laughs> probably so um, Thargoid nugget yeah Thargoid I, nugget. I'll, I'll, <laughs> bet you it's, I'll bet you it's for the uh, zombies yeah, don't, so don't, don't Thargoid nuggets, nuggets. don't, don't those come make, in a six pack at the drive through 
enough that they don't come in six packs. <laughs> I mean, I know about Bucky Nuggets that you can get at Bucky's, but you know. Yeah, well. But uh, yeah, I, I have this theory that you know that is sort of the equivalent of the um, Guardian sites for yeah whatever's looming because that, um, yeah. either it's going to allow us to make on foot weapons to kill zombies with because they're going to be unkillable until something, uh, or there's going to be the whole gate Guardian AI thing that people are all simping for, and it's like this is the way that you get your. Thargoid tech to fight your guardian tech. I kind of think that's the way we're headed, but me too. And I'm perfectly okay with that. If that happens. Yeah. I, I, I would be perfectly okay. The, the tyranny of the guardian AI. I think that would be I, I awesome. For, I for one welcome our new salvation overlords just because it would make psychic mad. <laughs> it would. It certainly would. Hey, I'm All just right. saying. So I, I also there was a uh, there was a frame shift live today, and I know uh, I didn't get a chance to see it. Lark did see it, and I know Blooming Wind saw it but didn't hear it. Yeah. So did anything uh, anything worth mentioning happen in that? Lark, sorry, I'm sneaking around trying not to get caught for the fact that I've killed three people here already. Oh. <laughs> Let me hide. He's he's multitasking. So yeah, the stream I actually I thought was a lot of fun. Um, it was like a normal Halloween stream in that there was some weird thing going on the whole time that they never even addressed, which was hilarious. And how do I turn my light on and off again? There's that button. And sorry. And stream um, of consciousness. Stream of consciousness. Yeah, they basically recapped everything. That was actually the part I missed. Um, I came in when Max had just come back on, and they were talking about um, how the Banshees kind of helped try and control the battlefield. And um, with the hive mind, with all the other Thargoids, and calling back up if they think they need it in the form of, like, scouts and interceptors and on and on. Right. And um, Max, someone, one of the, I don't remember which, but one of the CMs said something about some of the players might think you're out to get them. And he goes, Oh, we are. <laughs> Which I thought was just delightful. It's not really a secret. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, he also confirmed that yes, he sometimes logs into the game in his developer mode and just goes around to random commanders who are doing the new stuff and watches them. Oh yeah. I could say that in invisibly. Yeah. And I want to be mad about that, but honestly, if I had a dev account, I'd do the same thing. So, oh yeah, I yeah. don't blame him. Have y'all ever read Reemdy by read Neil what? Stevenson? I don't think so. Yeah, so Reemdy was this novel by this guy, uh, author Neil Stevenson. He wrote Cryptonomicon, and he wrote a whole bunch of other speculative fiction. Snow Crash, um, great author. Anyway, so he wrote this book called Reemdy, uh, probably about maybe 10 years ago now, but what it was about was this software developer who creates a World of Warcraft game, but the World of Warcraft game's world has, you know, only like a finite amount of gold, and they allow gold farming, which is the idea that you can pay somebody to, you know, in-game. Oh, that can only like, end well. 
Yeah, no, no. It's it's really fascinating because like it, there's a whole thing about it with money laundering and a whole bunch of other stuff. But one of the things was was that this guy he his he was kind of like a Lord British kind of figure uh, as far as pop culture wise and whatever. And so he would go into God mode and he would you know watch players play and kind of look over things or whatever. And there was like this one point where this hacker killed him. And he just couldn't get over that. And then there was a whole bunch of other stuff that happens in the story. But anyway, so the idea of Max going into like God mode and like stalking players, if there was like some way someone like, oh, it's glorious, isn't it? I'm a hacker. (laughs) So that's a challenge to uh, people who violate the terms of service out there. I'm not encouraging it, but if you do, you know, instead of turning your ship into a basilisk, maybe, you know, turn on, you know, way to detect the cloaking device on Max. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, use yeah. your powers for good. Yeah, I was going to say, want to get the devs full and complete attention in getting you removed permanently? That's how you do that. That's, that's exactly how you do that, yes. <laughs> or it's how you get hired, one of the two. Yeah, it yeah. reminds me, that actually reminds me, that story of the early days of um, Guild Wars 2 with ArenaNet. Um, they actually, in one of the bigger cities, I can't remember what the name of it is, it had a big old like Minas Tirith style like drop off from the highest level where the king and queen and they're on and on were right and um, they actually caught someone who had been hacking and giving themselves levels and rare um, weapons and like killing other players with it just on and on and so they stripped that character naked took him to the top of that thing in the main city made a big spectacle of it and him and then dropped him off of the thing. And when he hit the ground and died, he was banned forever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good times. Yeah. All right. Do we, anything else we need to say about Frameshift Live? Yes. During the stream at random intervals, there kept being like this weird static. Well, it started out as static and eventually started sounding like clicky and kind of thargoidy and when it started to sound more defined and more like thargoid when that sound would interlude um at one point the video feed switched to arf just like scribbling on some paper and then a quick cut to him holding up the paper and it said help (laughs) and then it (laughs) went back to them just talking and they didn't even acknowledge that it happened And then there was this other one with Sally where it quick cut to her and she has her purse and is just swinging it all over the place like she's trying to kill bugs and then it just quick cuts back. And again, they never acknowledged it. (laughs) And then at the the very end of the stream, this one actually got me. It, um, the noise started coming in again and it was clearly Thargoid in Origin this time. Like sound-wise, you could tell if you've been around this game. And then it did a really quick cut to Arf, like right up on the camera with a scream. And that actually made me jump. I'm not going to lie. They got me. (laughs) um, Then after that, a new model for some on-foot fashion elite, which if you ask me is the true endgame, walked in pointed at the camera and then walked out and it looked not unlike Reaper from Overwatch and I am all over that. It looks so cool. So at some point there may be some new cosmetics for on foot stuff coming. 
well, if they if they're smart, you know, they'll do that type of stuff. They'll put it in the store for arcs, and they'll actually try to print a little bit of cash. I know, right? It's weird. I know. It's <laughs> funny how that works. You make interesting cosmetic that people. It's amazing how that works. So, I mean, I'd love to give them some money. All right, so, Give me a reason. Yeah. Slight tangent. Speaking of stupid things that FDev has done in the past, um, I actually made a connection from a completely different game to things FDev have done, and it made me laugh so hard. So today, a trailer came out for Squadron 42. Do you, either of you know what that is? Squadron no. 42. Squadron 42 is supposed to be a single player version of what Star Citizen is trying to be. So it's basically like a successor to Wing Commander, right? Gotcha. Um, bear in mind, this has been in theory being as worked on as long as freaking Star Citizen at this point. So keep that in mind. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but they released a trailer and everyone on Reddit and gaming sites was just ripping into it because it seems like the majority of the internet is starting to get sick of Star Citizen's crap, right? But um, one thing specifically that the developer of Star Citizen, I can't remember their name, um, said about the trailer when asked, because, oh, sorry, got all the thoughts twisted in my head. Let me rewind. So um, if you watch the trailer, there's some very noticeable points in the trailer where you actually see in-game lag in the trailer, right? <laughs> um star citizen squadron 42's developer who also makes star citizen was asked about this and their response was quote oh that was a different development branch unquote oh and i That's... laughed and laughed yeah i can i wouldn't expect them to learn from fdf mistakes yeah. but oh, guys well, you no. should learn from yeah. fdf mistake <laughs> Oh my, seriously, like seeing all the people calling it out in every thread I could about that was just so funny. Considering yeah, that's how Odyssey launched. There's, there's, <laughs> a, there's a lot of crossover between those communities too. So the they, they know. The branch oh yeah, they, they will not be burned twice. Yeah. All right, we ready to uh, do some some fluff and uh, and wrap this up? Yeah. I'm down for fluff. All right. Uh, I, I do have to insert one little chig chat. Uh, I, I need to extend congratulations to JN Tracks for making Triple Elite. Good job, buddy. We're proud of you. Way to go. Hey, good job, Tracks. Triple Elite. Getting up there. Getting there. Yeah. I mean, it's only, you know, six, seven years into this game. He's finally made it. Good deal. Uh, and then we have two movie anniversaries uh, this week. Well, one of them is actually from. Uh, over the weekend, but I wanted to include it because I know it didn't get included last week, and that is The Right Stuff, which is 40 years old. Good uh, crap. As of the Saturday behind us, yeah, 40 years, but that's a great movie. Just a great movie. Yeah, absolutely fantastic movie. Um, I probably watched it on TV about a two or three dozen times growing up, and yeah. uh, at one point um, I it was on, and I... Uh, recorded it and i just told little blooming wind i was like son you have to watch this movie you are not a man 
until you watch this yeah, movie. Until you watch this movie. Yeah. And and he is like, that is one of the greatest movies of all time. And Chuck Yeager is the greatest astronaut of all time, and he never went into space. I mean, he was yeah. just like, Chuck Yeager is so cool. The rest of them Chuck, suck. He's cool. Chuck, Chuck right. Yeager is awesome. Yes. Chuck it, Yeager is awesome. I did so many book reports on him in school. Dude was my hero. And then the other the other movie anniversary is The Wiz, 45 years tomorrow. Dang, that's is, that old? Yeah. Man, God, it's, it's the right stuff. <laughs> no, no, it's not. The right stuff is in a category by itself, which is why even though it was last week's movie anniversary, I included it this week. Wanted to make sure it got mentioned. I still can't believe it's 40 years, but yeah. All right. So any, anything else we need to add before I wrap this thing up? If it, a uh, mission tells you to kill technicians and you kill a guard because you have to, it doesn't count toward killing the mission technicians. Working as intended. Yeah, I was hoping it would, but eh. Well, you lucked All right. out. Yep. Now I All have right, a well. bounty for no reason. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. If you like the show, please rate and review us on the podcast player of your choice. It really helps people find the show. You can come and join us on Discord. The link is in the show notes. You can check out our merch store at loosescrewsedED.com for mugs, t-shirts, hoodies, and more. You can also support us on Patreon. On Patreon. On Patreon. On Patreon. Oh, that... That just just lean into that Alabama man. Just lean into that Alabama accent. All right, I am Commander Nurgle for Commander Bloomingwind and Commander Lark Shadow. Thank you for joining us tonight for space chat, for for space chat with buddies. Chat Woo-hoo. buddies space. Have a good night, everybody. Everybody, everybody say good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.